Hey guys, I've been chewing on the idea of self-discipline lately and thinking about self-discipline versus motivation and, and how those things work in actually helping us to make significant long-term changes in our lives. I think self-discipline is stronger than motivation, but we can use them hand in hand. So as I've been doing some research and reading online and watching some YouTube videos, here are a few strategies that I've learned about self-discipline. The author Samuel Thomas Davies writes, self-discipline is about leaning into resistance, taking action in spite of how you feel, and living a life by design, not by default. But most importantly, it's acting in accordance with your thoughts, not your feelings. I've got to say that by default, I am a feelings-based decision maker and I flow with where my feelings want me to go. And that's worked out quite a few times for me, but not always. And I really think that uh, self-discipline is a better course of action, leaning into the resistance and again, not basing this direction, this choice, this discipline on our feelings, but despite our feelings, going forward. To talk about self-discipline strategies, I think the number one strategy that has helped me with self-discipline is to focus on a change of identity. I, for about 10 years, was a tobacco user. I, I chewed tobacco. And from the moment I started chewing it regularly, I knew I needed to quit. And I struggled, I could not quit. I can't tell you how many cans of tobacco I threw in the trash, then went to my favorite gas station and picked up another can of tobacco. Uh, it just did not stick. I quit for two weeks. That was the longest time I ever quit in that 10 year period. Uh, it was for a, like a, a blood test, for an insurance thing. I, I remember thinking after the two weeks, man, I'll just, quit this for good and it will be good to go. And uh, man, the very next day at the gas station popped a dip in and whew, we are okay. So what happened for me was in 2018, after I had, had made a transformation in my life and was getting fit and healthy, sleeping well, eating well, and I did feel that disconnect, but I just couldn't shake it. I, I saw a therapist for a while about it and there was just no way I wasn't, I didn't want to let it go. But once I qualified for the CrossFit Games in 2018, I remember, uh, I think it was a Monday, it was an evening, I was sitting in the hot tub at the apartment complex I was living in at the time by myself, and I remember putting a, a, a piece of tobacco in and thinking to myself, man, a CrossFit Games athlete doesn't chew tobacco. And I spit the wad of tobacco into the can, threw the can in the trash, and that's the last tobacco I've had. And it was about this identity shift for me. It was not that I'm trying to quit tobacco, it's that I'm not a tobacco user. That's, that's who I am now. A CrossFit Games athlete doesn't dot, dot, dot. So for example, a CrossFit Games athlete doesn't eat a bag of Doritos uh, multiple times a week. And let's even throw out the CrossFit Games athlete. And let's think about this more in practical terms. I think of all of you that follow me, you're an athlete. If you're aiming to be a healthy, fit human being, you're an athlete. An athlete doesn't eat a bowl of ice cream every night. An athlete doesn't eat bags of Doritos. An athlete doesn't chew tobacco, that was me. An athlete doesn't drink three or four IPAs every night. By the way, all of those are examples of things I had to quit. The focus is changing the identity of who I was. And that changing from an unhealthy, overweight human being to an athlete, a healthy dad. I was able to quit almost everything. And then once I became a CrossFit Games athlete, 
in my mind, that was a dramatic shift and I was done with tobacco. Now, that didn't just create this shift and it wasn't like this easy thing since I, I was now no longer a tobacco user. Um, I mean, it was minutes of agony and then hours of challenge and then every day was a new challenge and then even weeks and months, six months after I quit tobacco, there was a particular season, um, for whatever reason, I was really had a hankering for tobacco, but I will not touch it. It is not my, that was over two years ago and I'm done with it. And I believe that it was because of that change of my identity. I am not a person who blank. So that's one of the ways that we can be more self-disciplined is starting using that phrase in your mind. I am not a person who blank, or I am an athlete. An athlete doesn't blank, blank, blank. Secondly, you can set reminders, place reminders around yourself to constantly remind you of why you're being self-disciplined. If you have a particular goal, you know, maybe it's to lose 20 pounds. So having something around reminding you of that goal, you know, in my mind, uh, I'm, you know, a photographer and I used to use Photoshop quite a bit. I would never do anything like this, but you could Photoshop a skinny body on yourself. That would be a little crazy. But Jim Carrey, uh, the actor, so when he was really hustling and grinding to become an actor, uh, he wrote himself a post-dated check for $10 million and he carried it around in his wallet. Whenever you pull out his wallet and he would see this $10 million check, it would remind him why he's working so hard and hustling and grinding to try to get to this particular goal by this date. And he, he did, I mean, he could have written himself two or three or four checks just like that by the time he could cash that check to himself. And I'd love to do that. I, I don't carry a wallet, so I can't like write a X million dollar check to myself and post date that, uh, but for me, one of my ambitions is, uh, and motivators is to continue to be uh, a really competitive athlete. And the benefit for me in that is that by being an athlete, it ends up having me be a self-disciplined, organized person. I, I eat well, I sleep well, I train well, and ideally those things are extending my life so that I'm more present with my kids and I'll be around for a long time with them and I'll be able to be active and, and crazy and rambunctious with them well into my old age and into their old age and you know grandkids way down the road way 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 down the road if they listen to me well for me that competitive athlete that's just this reminder and so one of the things i i am grateful that the crossfit games lets me bring home is that little sign back there it's just my name on a crossfit what's that 2018 masters uh, i was there and I wanna go back again. So I have that right above my lifting platform. I have another one right over here. It's just a visual reminder for me that that's why I'm suffering. That's why I'm going for this. That's why I'm doing this. The CrossFit Games is just kind of a bucket list thing. I, I wanna go back and it's this motivator, but it is this thing that has a lot of wonderful side effects like uh, a healthy life, um, a nutritious diet, uh, an aesthetically pleasing body that, that fits in my clothes. I like all of those things. So I'll go ahead and let that be that goal that then trickles down into other parts of my life that are that are really cool. So for you, put something up, maybe it's sticky notes behind your computer screen uh, or on your bathroom uh, mirror. It just reminds you of why you're doing what you're doing and helps you keep that momentum. Number three, with self-discipline, there's always gonna be setbacks. There's going to be mistakes. One of the things we have to do is just give ourselves some grace and allow ourselves the, the freedom to fail from time to time and know that each individual failure is not the end of the road and it doesn't derail us from the entire process. Instead, we like to think of it more like 
are we trending in the right direction over time? Uh, a lot of you know that I was a professional poker player for 18 months. Not a huge career, but 18 months in my uh, early, early 30s. Really good poker players, they have ups and downs, but they're, they're overall winning. Sort of looks like the stock market over time. You're not always gonna win, you're not always gonna lose, but you're gonna, you're gonna ride these waves and these swings as you're trending towards your destination. Self-discipline can look like that. Because you goofed up on a Sunday night does not mean that Monday morning you're done with this thing. It's okay, let's keep going. We're trending in the right direction. So give yourself some breathing room. Number four, build some tolerance or find ways to embrace the discomfort. Rarely is anything related to self-discipline comfortable, <laughs> or else it wouldn't be called self-discipline. These are challenging things. Uh, for example, you know, I would love to have a bowl of cereal for breakfast, or uh, one of my old favorites was four pieces of peanut butter toast. White bread, butter, and peanut butter. That is amazing stuff. But my self-discipline guides me, and I lean into this, the challenge that uh, a better breakfast for me, one that's gonna provide more energy, more fuel, sustainable building blocks for my body, are eggs, sweet potatoes, something green, and my spinach shake, and some coffee. That's what I have instead of peanut butter toast. That's an example of embracing the discomfort. And eggs and sweet potatoes are delicious. They're not uncomfortable, but they're not peanut butter toast. <laughs> That's amazingness. When I think about developing a tolerance for things that are just slightly uncomfortable, we can do that in lots of ways. You know, one of the easiest ways to do it is to take a cold shower in the morning or, or take cold showers whenever you take a shower. Uh, there's, there's some magical things about cold showers, but really it's about developing a tolerance for being uncomfortable. I don't do cold showers. I have done cold showers. I finish quite a few showers in cold water, but it's, it, that's not my jam. I, I'm gonna get there, I will eventually get there. But for me, in certain workouts, there's a threshold, a pain threshold, that oftentimes I want to back off from that level of discomfort in a particular workout. And I will, in my mind, think about the fact that I'm practicing leaning into discomfort, so I'll push even more into that discomfort knowing that it actually makes me stronger, it builds my tolerance for competitive workouts, but it also builds this other muscle, this self-discipline muscle, leaning into the discomfort, and it builds my capacity for that. It's not that it ever gets easier, I just get a little bit better at handling the discomfort of whatever that is. Going back to chewing tobacco, it was one more rep. Every second that I didn't put a dip in my mouth was one more rep, one more rep, one more rep. And then that one more rep turned into hours. One more hour, one more hour, one more day, one more day, one more week. Now we're, you know, I'm at almost three years now and that's a, that's a really good feeling. I'm not counting the reps anymore on that, counting the reps on other things. And tip number five, the last thing I wanna share with you is that we need to take care of this biological system in order to maximize our ability to have self-discipline. If we're not sleeping well and we're not eating well, if we're not exercising, moving our body, and if we're not breathing well, we're not gonna be primed to be very good at self-discipline. It's like trying to mash the gas pedal in a car without any gas, with an engine that's broken, uh, without uh, any of the things that cars need to run, and you're just trying to go for it. We need to take care of this system so that we are good at self-discipline, so we can mash the gas pedal of self-discipline. With nutrition, we need to be eating well. Not a bowl of cereal for breakfast, not four pieces of toast, but we need to be eating
eating things that actually nourish our body throughout the day, and that'll make our life a lot easier. That will lead to great workouts, great movements for you, well-fueled workouts, which will also lead to better sleep, which is foundational for all of this stuff. Getting really good sleep is as important as nutrition and fitness. These are like the three-headed monster. We need to have those. And I'm finding that we also need to find space to breathe, not just breathe, I mean, we're, we're automatically breathing, but it's amazing how much time we spend not breathing. So for example, when we're checking Instagram and Facebook, or we're typing out a, a very important email or when we're at work, we often forget to be breathing at that time. There are a lot of devices that can help remind you to breathe. I don't have any of those devices, but what I do have is I have a sticky note right behind my computer screen on my whiteboard that says breathe. It's, it's literally, everything else on my whiteboard is all whiteboard writings. I have one sticky note and it says breathe. And every once in a while I'll glance at it and it just reminds me to take a solid inhale through my nose exhale fully through my mouth, and sometimes I'll actually even practice some box breathing. And box breathing is four second inhale, four second hold, four second exhale, four second hold. And I'll do that for four or five rotations, and that will calm everything down inside. Breathing is really, really important. So if you have sleep apnea, that affects your sleep and your breathing. If you breathe out of your mouth all day, that's a really bad way of breathing. There's, uh, there's some tips out there. If you need help with any of this, shoot me a message. Go to jasongrub.com. Reach out to me. I can help you with any of those things. With all that said, self-discipline is about leaning into something despite your emotions, despite your feelings, and going after that thing in a systematic and purposeful way. If you need any help with any of that, I'm more than happy to help. Be the kind of person that you want to be and use self-discipline to get there. If this video or any of my videos are helpful, click that like button, click the subscribe button. That lets all the algorithms know that you're into my stuff. You'll get notified when I post new videos and also it'll hopefully draw more and more people to help us make an impact on the lives of busy adults and parents around the world. Anyway, thanks for watching and I'll see you next time.